Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. It is another great episode of Halftime Adjustments. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this wonderful Tuesday night. It is December 6th, and we are entering the 13th week of fantasy football. I am, of course, Derek Benavidez. I got my best friend with me, Colton McCarley, and we are going to help you win your leagues this week. Right, Colton? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And we are ready to bring you some of the news. And let's start with some of the most disheartening news. Jimmy Garoppolo is out for the season with a broken foot. Um, they're saying that he there's it's possible for him to return um, in the playoffs, but he is out for the fantasy season, I should say. Um, and Brock Purdy is going to be taking over this team so he's got a lot of weapons to work with and you know what you know what Colton I I still see the 49ers being a Super Bowl contending team even with Brock Purdy over there oh no way really I just don't see it I mean I think it's it's a fun storyline he's Mr. Irrelevant wasn't he Um, yeah no yeah he was the three like he was the last pick of the draft yeah so he gets the title of Mr. Irrelevant now he's the starting quarterback due to just injury after injury for this team so it's a fun storyline I just don't know that I see this going anywhere oh and by the way I'll throw this in there if I'm a member of that organization or a free agent I'm not going there this team gets banged up more than anyone else in the NFL. Like, <laughs> like they have a curse or something. I don't know what's going on, but they need to get their stuff together from a uh, injury stand. They need to fire whoever their personal trainer is and get someone else. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. They have just been <laughs> plagued with injuries on that team. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> but... I mean, dude, I, I see – I don't know. I just – I still see the 49ers going – I mean, they're obviously going to the – I feel like they're going to the playoffs. Um, I th- I still – like, their defense is amazing. All the weapons that they have on their team is amazing. I mean, they, they have every single – they have everything surrounding Brock Purdy to be able to have success over there and still play, still be a playoff team. That, that's what That's just what I think. Um, they have like one of the best defenses in the league. I, I don't know. I, I just I just see it happening. I, I love the story. I mean, I, I lo- if it, if it could be possible, I think it's that would be a great story for sure. Um, oh yeah, tons of fun. Absolutely. Wish them wish them all the best and that team all the best. But if you're asking me if I actually see it happening, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is going to be uh a downgrade for pretty much most of the receiving weapons over there i think iuk is the biggest one that's going to take a hit um i think george kittle could be a little better now that brock Purdy's going to have to kind of um i mean it could go both ways though because george kittle's really good at defend at uh protecting the passer too so it could, it could i could see it going both ways where brock Purdy's going to have to dump it to him like really short um or George Kittle is going to be in that uh, pass protection, pass protecting role. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. I could see it going bo- both ways for George Kittle. Uh, I think uh, we will see Debo Samuel get utilized in the run game a lot more, especially now that uh, 
uh, Elijah Mitchell's out. I mean, we should have seen this last week, but he was also injured. Um, but yeah, I could see uh, Debo Samuel kind of coming into a more prevalent role with like a little bit more of those swing routes and a lot more of those uh, just dump offs to to him, those screen passes that he that he excels at so well. Um, but I think the best, I think this is the best news for Christian McCaffrey. It's just hope that he doesn't get injured here. Yeah, no kidding. It's it would be if they lose another piece. That's the thing. I think the only way that this quarterback can have success is if they are able to keep their roster together, which they've had a really difficult time all season doing. Um, so you need to get some of these weapons, keep them healthy. Ayuk needs to be the centerpiece for a while. Um, I think that absolutely he needs to be the centerpiece. But you want your safety blanket in Kittle. You want your um, your playmaker in McCaffrey. You cannot lean anymore on any sort of experience. So um at, the, at, at least at the helm. So, you know, expect errors, expect issues, and I don't know, man. This is going to be a very interesting ride for the rest of the season for them. I just don't know how they're going to pull this one out. I don't see – I see them missing the playoffs. Really? You think – oh, wow, okay. That's interesting. I mean, I think they have a good enough schedule – or a good enough – yeah, schedule going forward to uh, be able to stay, like, relevant um, going forward. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. Let me look at their yeah. schedule. They're going up against the Bucks, the Seahawks. The Seahawks is the biggest game for them, and then the Commanders, the Raiders, and the Cardinals. So those last three weeks aren't too scary for them. Uh, I think they could. I think they could easily win those matchups, uh, especially with the defense that they have over there and like all those all those weapons over there with, with Christian McCaffrey with with Kittle. I mean, in the mindset the mindset of uh, Shanahan. So yeah, I think I could easily. I still see them going to the playoffs. Yeah, but I could also see them losing all those matchups. Like, I could see them losing all of those and saying, okay, well, you know, they, they finished 1-4 and four through the rest of the season, you know? Something like that. Mm. Really? Wow. Okay, I guess we'll, we'll come back to this and see. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I don't see them losing. I see them winning. So, I, yeah, I see them winning three of four, three out of those four. So, um, I guess we'll come back here and see. And uh, okay, before we move on, are you ready to admit defeat on Deshaun Watson from this last week? Because <laughs> I t- I told you uh, that we should not have started Deshaun Watson this week. Yeah, I gotta give and it to he you. Was you not know, startable. You called this. You saw it coming. I thought, you know, I don't know. I don't know why I thought a man who just took two years off of football would would have. Um, no issues coming back, but you're right. I got to give it to you. He didn't get benched like you said in the half, but he was definitely horrible yeah. coming back. And it actually really hurt Kareem or uh, Nick Chubb. Yeah. They they want they really were relying on Deshaun Watson and they sort of figured it out towards the end of the game to okay, we need to still rely on our bell cow, but they really wanted Deshaun Watson to be the guy, and he just wasn't. And it killed all of the production. It didn't open up lanes for Chubb. Um, that he he on a, like an option play, he kept pulling the ball out and going for a pass or for a run by himself rather than giving it to Chubb. I'm actually a little worried from what I saw in this game. If they don't find their mesh, that this could kill his production here uh, with this new quarterback change. Yeah, I mean, and the biggest thing with with Chubb and his success is that he had Jacoby Brissett um, passing him the ball. And Jacoby Brissett, I mean, he's not 
he's not really known for being a great quarterback. I mean, he's just he did the job and he did it well. Um, but he's more reliant on his running backs. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how Nick Chubb plays out with the remainder of the season. I think better days are ahead for Deshaun Watson. I think it was just. I mean, this is his first game back. I think there was just a, a bunch of rust um, that he has to shake off. I mean, uh, next week. Two years he, worth. Yeah, two years worth of uh, of uh, rust. And, and um, I mean, we'll talk about his matchup against the Bengals uh, a little bit later. But, yeah, I don't know if it's any better. But um, I think, yeah, I think better weeks are ahead for, for Watson. So, one can only hope. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right, let's move on to uh, some news about Baker Mayfield. He was cut by the Panthers and immediately signs uh, to the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm actually glad that he signed with the Rams instead of the 49ers. I, did, I really didn't want him to go to the 49ers. I, did, I don't think they necessarily need him. Uh, Brock Purdy looked pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. So... I I mean Baker Mayfield. I feel like he's gonna start. Like I don't know if he's gonna start right away, but I think he will eventually start this because Matthew Stafford. He's out. He's done. He's out for the year. Yeah. Um. So I think Baker will more than likely start. This Rams team is interesting because they have no reason to tank. They don't have a first round pick. Um. So they they're trying to they're more than likely trying to win games so that way the the Lions don't have that high of a draft pick. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> um, so they're trying to make their their win record a little bit better so that way their their uh, that way another team doesn't get a great pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point though, they've done so much damage that. I mean, what are you going to do? Drop them from two to five? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's just there's not much that can be done here. They're missing so many pieces, and you got a guy. It's not like you just traded for or that you went and picked up Tom Brady. You got a guy who could not succeed in um, the past two teams he was on. So I don't know that they did enough to to really actually turn the tides at all. If anything, you may have just helped them get the number one pick. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I mean, the biggest news is that it, it's just it's Baker with the Rams now. So I mean, we'll see how everything shakes down over there. Um, but yeah, we'll monitor that going forward. Yeah, Baker's not somebody you should be picking up, by the way. No, no, no. <laughs> leave that mess alone. Yeah, leave that alone. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Man, this one sucks. This one hurts so bad. Um, he left uh, the first quarter of this last game in with a knee injury. Um, it turns out it's a PCL injury, uh, a strain to be more specific. Um, he's going to be out for at least a week. If not, it's, it's from one to three weeks is the prognosis. So... Um, yeah, that's a big blow for Lamar Jackson specifically and for Lamar Jackson owners. Um, we were saying that we should avoid Mar- Lamar Jackson this upcoming week because the Denver Broncos were so good. Um, but, yeah, this is 
this is a huge blow. And Colton, I faced somebody that had Lamar Jackson on his team, and man, that was such a good, <laughs> that was such a good feeling to see. I mean, such a I, gift. Ter- it was such a gift for him to. It wasn't a gift for him to get injured, but it was a gift for me on for fantasy's sake. Exactly. Um, yeah. I hope. Oh, yeah. Ho- Hopes and prayers for his speedy recovery, but yeah, this one's this one's tough, especially with the uh, Ravens trying to get into the playoffs. Yeah, you know i I don't know what they need to do here. Um, this has been one of the more interesting storylines all season of pay that man, um, and it doesn't right. necessarily seem like they that they really want to pay him. Or they, they've had plenty of opportunities to, and now this is the offseason where he's an unrestricted free agent. This is their last chance before he hits the open market. I'm pretty sure that this is, no, his, yeah, it is. his unrestricted free agent season, right? So, yep. um, I mean, what do, you, what do you do? Do you rush him back but potentially injure your potential franchise quarterback for a more long-term uh, issue but have a shot at the playoffs? Or do you give him his three weeks, potentially lose those three weeks, basically be out of the playoffs, but, you know, give your quarterback the rest that he could need. Um, He's a mobile quarterback. He uses his knees, so that's the problem. This is such a fragile injury for a big part of his game. I don't know. This is a huge conundrum for this team. How would you play this if you were that organization right now? Yeah, I mean, especially with the weapons that they have. I mean, it's really just Mark Andrews, and that's it. Um, and that's hard yeah, to see. Lost like, everyone. Yeah, they've lost like so many pieces to this to this organization, and I feel like I mean Lamar Jackson would be a great sign. Like if they sign him tomorrow, I could see that's that's a good. I mean that like I could see that happening, but I could also see them playing this more. Um. I don't know what the word is. I, I mean, I could also see them playing it more safely, I guess is the word, and like see about trading him away for a really high draft pick. I mean, that that would be another option that's on the table, but you mean like yeah. a sign and trade? Because Yeah, like a sign, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's that's a possibility um just to sign him and then get him off immediately, but the problem is these days there's so many Teams that whenever you are, there's so many uh, guaranteed contracts these days that when you do that, you still owe them money uh, from your organization and it's like still counts against your cap. So, like, if you do that, that guaranteed money, there's still a portion of it, even if you trade them away, that's owed by you. Even if it's just for one season, you're giving yourself a significant handicap. So, like, I don't know, there's just so many. I don't know. They're, they've they've done it to themselves, and I think they're going to have to just pay him. And I think yeah. he's going to be the highest paid quarterback in football. And it's just going to be a bite the bullet thing because they're not going to get a high enough draft pick to get another guy. And yeah. you can't really do a sign and trade as easily because of all of the guaranteed money. And right. I don't think it's so fluidly transfers over from one team to the nut uh, to the next, or else we no, would move Zeke. You know? It, yeah, it wouldn't be. And I, I also think that <clears throat> if they just let him fall to like just let him fall, I think that uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, if they just let him fall, then he would be that would be the stupidest thing that they could do. Like if if they just let him drop and like. It doesn't. It wouldn't make any sense for them to do that. So, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, they're in a tough situation, I think. Uh, I think they, yeah, like you said, I think they have to sign him. Yeah, yeah, I, they're sort of in, in that in that chokehold spot now. Um, either that or you're saying, okay, it's a full rebuild. Um, right. They have put some pieces towards the offensive line. They really don't have any wide receivers. They would not have a quarterback then. They've added some pieces to the defense with Roquan Smith, which was a great addition to help out Patrick Queen in the, in the uh, middle there. They add Kyle Hamilton at safety, who has looked rough, but they're still they, they're, they're building a young defense there, um, which is nice to see. I think they have Yannick Ngakwe as well, who's a, a bit of a vet on the defensive line. So they have a lot of pieces that are fun. And if they could just rebuild that offense, then it's actually, you know, not a bad squad, but, you know, um, I don't know. This, this, there's just something about this team that I don't like. And I can't quite put my finger on it, just overall what I don't like about this team. Because, like, just on paper, they look like they should be so good. And then they've just been so bang on average. Like, they should have – say what you will about how good this Denver defense has been. That was such an easy game to win. And for oh, them to yeah. not be able to do anything in that game is just so embarrassing. And it seems like every week we're talking about the Ravens and like that they kind of embarrassed themselves in that in the game. Like they had the opportunity to put it away and they never did. So <laughs> I just especially now that you're missing Lamar, yeah, I see them sort of slipping here out of the playoffs and maybe Huntley proves me wrong completely, like he did last year. But, you know, I don't know. I'm I'm taking the uh the they missed the playoff train and and uh, sign him in the off season and, and try to keep him healthy. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's going to be hard for them to reach the playoffs. I mean, these last three, if he misses three weeks in a row, this, these last three weeks are super critical. And you yeah. got the freaking, you got the Dolphins breathing down your neck for that wild card position. The Jets even, man, that, that AFC East is so deadly. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, there's it's going to be hard for them like if the ravens like lose if they lose out then like i could uh, yeah i mean it's going to be it's not going to be hard for them to lose out like with all these teams breathing down their neck in the wild card um but yeah oh it's completely flipped the afc is loaded there are a lot of really yeah. good teams in the afc right now and um oh yeah yeah i'm i'm so i'm still shocked that they're holding uh with the bengal's at this point right. but you know Heck, you're you're not wrong. There's there's I mean you got the Titans, the Bengals, the I guess the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills. There's a lot of good teams over in the AFC, so best of luck. <laughs> yeah. I mean I guess the best thing for them going forward is that they don't have a tough matchup. I mean they have the Steelers, the Browns, the Falcons, and then the Steelers again. Yeah. So that's a good thing about the Ravens team. Um mm-hmm. but they need those that dinners. last week. That last week, they go up against the Bengals. So <laughs> that could big be a, yeah. That could be the biggest game for them. Um, but yeah, you know what? Let's move on because we could talk about the uh, Ravens all day. Um, let's talk about Ken Walker and his ankle jam or foot jam or whatever they had. I don't know how they what they used to describe it, but it's it was an ankle injury. Um, but they're not ruling him out just yet. Uh, he's, they're saying that he could play this upcoming week. Um, but, man, there's really, like, everybody on in that backfield, in that Seahawks backfield, is so injured right now. I mean, even DJ Dallas is injured. Um, we'll talk about him later in the waivers section. But, 
Uh, yeah, I would just monitor uh, uh, Kenneth Walker at this time because he, they are they haven't ruled him out yet. Um, but I could easily see him not playing this week. But I mean, I know they they need him. They really do need him on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep an eye on out for his uh, status. Yeah, no, that's fair. I we'll just have to monitor that one. I don't know that they can't make things work without him. Like you, like you said, the, the Dallas could step in. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know that he necessarily dictates. I think it's all Geno Smith right now, and he's a good piece. But if you still have Lockett and you still have Metcalf, I think they could still make that engine run. So um, maybe the, maybe they do sit him out just to be careful. But from from what I've seen, they did, they kind of think that this is a smaller situation. So I'm expecting him to play this week. Cool. I hope he does because uh, I need him in one of my other leagues. So <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Tua. He uh, left the late of the fourth qu- in late in the fourth quarter uh, with an ankle injury, um, but I think that was morally for maintenance. I think they were just sitting him out because they were pretty much done. Uh, he is expected to play this week. Uh, he's saying that he's good to go. The team's saying that he's good to go. So uh, hopefully that doesn't limit him at all. I mean, he's not really a mobile quarterback that much, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully it just doesn't limit him. He's going up against the Chargers. The bad part about this is that he gets one less day of rest now that they're playing at night. So they're playing Saturday night, so they have one less day of rest. Um, oh, I forgot so. about that. We're in the Saturday night schedule game. Huh? Yeah, it was, yeah, triple triple header at night, and it's, it's so weird. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why they're doing that. But yeah, what foot is it? Do you know what foot it is? I don't know, actually. Uh, I wonder if there's... If, I don't know. Hold on, let me see. I want to say it was his left foot. Um, yeah, I think it was his... I'm pretty sure it was his left foot. So if he's throwing left-handed... That's plant foot. I was curious to know—is it his plant yeah. foot or if it's his other one? So, so yeah, it is his plant foot. If it is, if it's his left foot, then it is his plant foot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully he could still play with it. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think it's—I don't think it's anything really major. I think he's like still going to play off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where just keep an eye on out for him. Yeah, uh, monitor his, his power status. At least. Yeah, it could. And he needs all the power in the world if he's going to be throwing to Tyreek. So. Right. Um, but, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Let's move on. Let's go to – let's talk about uh, Cortland Sutton. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know why we put this in the news. Um, Cortland Sutton, is, he's day-to-day. <laughs> he's day-to-day with this hamstring injury. Um, I don't think he was startable anyways. Um, uh, you know what? I was just about to say maybe Jerry Judy could step up. I don't, I don't care about Jerry Judy. I wouldn't even want to start him either. This team is this, just irrelevant. It's just irrelevant. Like, at this point, you're not starting either of these guys. And if you are, you're in really, really bad shape. Like, I don't, my goodness. 
I have no idea. I don't understand how they were able. This def- their defense just deserves a huge raise. How do they? I don't understand how they are able to actively keep the Ravens below ten points for like most of the game, and the offense just doesn't help at all. They don't do anything. They yep. don't do anything. That's so. I would be livid with Russell Wilson. I would be so pissed off of Ru- at Russell. Yeah. Ugh, just paid this man all this money, got rid of your entire future, essentially. Your awesome tight end and Noah Fant, which I think he's still very underrated. Um, they, they shipped off a lot to make that thing come together, and he has been nothing but a disappointment so far. That team should be furious. And not only that, they ship off Bradley Chubb to try to recoup <laughs> some of the mess, and the defense is still showing out. They're still making oh it come together. God. And it's still like, dude, Russ... What do you, I mean, he's cooking up just wet bread right now. It's it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, luckily they have a low draft pick or like a high draft pick, right? Oh wait, no, they yeah. don't because they also <laughs> traded away the draft pick. <laughs> God oh, dang it, Broncos! Man. God dang it, Broncos! All right, let's stop talking about them because I'm gonna get pissed off. Um, uh, Joe Mixon uh, should return from concussion protocol this week. Uh, he's in line to play. Samaj P. Ryan was looking dominant. Um, like, they won this last game without Joe Mixon. Uh, but, yeah, he should be fine uh, returning this week. Um, so I, I think he's instantly back in your lineup. I think he's a good play going forward if he does. Um, but, yeah, that's good news. Yeah, it's good news. I'm glad to see him back. Not much to say on this one. Like you said, if he's in, you're starting him. Yep. Uh, David Njoku is also expected to practice. This is interesting because I don't understand. I don't. I don't know really how to. Sh- I don't. Rem- I don't remember if Deshaun Watson relied heavily on tight ends whenever he did play. It's been so long. I don't even remember. I think he did rely on – I don't even remember who – I think he relied on it on the tight end position a little bit. Um, but, I mean, David Njoku, he's he's on another level of tight end. He's really he's really good as a tight end. Um, and if he plays, I think you're still starting him. Yeah, I think I would. I, I'm starting him. Um, he utilizes tight ends in the red zone heavily. Yeah, that's what it was, right? He's yeah. He use, he utilizes them a lot. He's thrown in his career twenty one touchdowns to the tight end out of his one hundred and four touchdowns. Um, I'd be curious to know how many of those one hundred and four were from his legs, because twenty one of those is you know that's one fifth, isn't it roughly? So um, yeah, that's pretty good out of the tight end. I actually like Injoku coming back a lot, and I think he's going to have a phenomenal connection with Deshaun Watson. And could be that missing puzzle piece. So I love it. Uh, although it is worth noting, the tight end that did take the spot of Njoku for one week, I decided I was going to be the brilliant mind to go pick him up uh, in one of my other leagues when I'm just just in a tight end hell, which I feel everyone's in. Uh, his name is Harrison Bryant. He did only receive one target. So... Uh, that's worth noting. He didn't get a whole lot of looks from Deshaun Watson in his first game. Yeesh. Okay. Well, we'll see with with Ninjoku because I think Ninjoku is on a different level than him. So yeah, he's, he he could be elite if he would stay healthy um, and have steady quarterback yeah. play. <laughs> right. 
All right, let's move on. Uh, OBJ is not expected to start until mid-January, so he is safely droppable from everybody's team. You can drop OBJ if you picked him up. He's more than likely not going to start um, for you. He's And if he does, it's going to be like the very last week, um, and he's probably not going to be relevant no matter yeah, what team that he plays for. Um, I think he's safely droppable at this point. <clears throat> All right, uh, and another wide receiver news. Uh, Jalen Waddle's uh, leg injury, you need to monitor that situation. Um, he's looking like he's just going to be able to suit up, but he left. This was rough because I played somebody, like this last game that I played, he had Jalen Waddle as well, and it was rough because he only played like, he, he had nothing. He didn't have anything. He had zero points. For like the first like three quarters, and then like yeah. at the very end of the game, he had one catch. Um, so he was able to come back in, but uh, just just keep an eye on out for him because he he's very he's very interesting because he he could play like he'll probably play, um, but if this leg injury comes back, then he might do the same thing he did for you this week. So. Yeah, no, it's one you gotta. It's one you gotta look out for. I almost wonder if he was also sort of just preventative. Um, yeah. It, because you're just not seeing anything on it. Like he shows healthy already um, on ESPN. They don't have any news on it. It just said that he has a lower leg injury. They're being very vague on the situation. So I don't know. There's not much you can go off of here. He's still an absolute start for me, and I I almost think it was just another one of those situations where it's like. Game was low. You know, you were you were out of it. Your quarterback's out of the game. You're not doing hot. Let's pull you for a game. You know, recoup for next week. So, that's my thoughts on the situation. I actually think he's probably going to have a very good week this week. Yeah. I could see that happening, too, for sure. Against the Chargers, too. So, yeah. Ooh, Chargers. Too. Yeah, you got to love that matchup. <laughs> All right, let's move on to week 14 preview, and uh, we'll, we will talk about every single game because there's, uh, there's six teams on a bye this week. What are we doing, NFL? Atlanta Falcons, Bears, Green Bay Packers, Indianapolis Colts, the Saints, and Washington Commanders are all on bye this week. I don't know why they put all of these teams on on bye in like one of the one of the final weeks of fantasy playoffs. Um yeah, this it's actually kind of funny. It's the uh, first time we've seen uh, the Indianapolis Colts. They're actually getting a second bye this year. They already had one this year, but the NFL decided they should give them an additional bye after the absolute ass-kicking they received from the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so it's supposed to be five teams. I guess the six instead. It's sort oh of weird. Oh, my God, dude. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, that freaking murder fest. Of... I, was, I was playing Cowboys in um, – in one of my in my other league, and I was playing up against the Cowboys, and that last touchdown that ca- got called back because he got he got touched. Uh-huh. Um, that just saved my game. It literally <laughs> saved my game. They were scoring so much, and every time the Colts got the ball, I would literally hold my breath. Yeah. Because you knew that they were going to get a turnover somehow, some way. Oh my gosh, this. Dallas defense is so good. They're so insane. 
Yeah, they're really good. What's what's actually sort of annoying to me, and this is a, as a Dallas fan, I was a little upset at how much love the Cowboys were receiving and how little I was hearing about Cleveland's dominance defensively. And oh, I, yeah. I get it's Houston, but it was also against the Colts, you know, and their headline score wasn't as grabbing because Deshaun Watson was terrible, but I actually feel their defense was more dominant than the Cowboys were. And I just didn't see any headline love. I don't understand it. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns got were more fantasy relevant. They were the best defense this week. They were, um, but everywhere I looked, it was ESPN, uh, Yahoo, anywhere. It was like, oh, look at the Cowboys. They've done it again. They're phenomenal. And it's like, did y'all not just see what Cleveland did? Like, give them some love. <laughs> they are the team to, that deserves the love this week, not the Cowboys. Pump the brakes. I get what we did was cool, but come on. Cleveland deserved it this week. Yeah. And we told y'all to snag the Cleveland defense last week. That they were a great right. spot start, um, and they freaking did it this week. God dang, they did it. They got like, what, every single touchdown was scored by the defense or special teams. They had yep. three touchdowns. Three Insane. touchdowns. Insane. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they were going up against the Texans. Um, okay, let's start talking about these uh, weekly banters. First, uh, uh, first things first. Las Vegas Raiders versus L.A. Rams. Um, on the Raiders side, you're starting Devontae Adams, who is the number one wide receiver at this at this point. Whew. He is getting every single target from Derek Carr, it seems like. Um, I think Derek Carr is a really good spot start this week also. Yeah, I really like that, actually. Um, so, yeah, Derek Carr could be a great start this week. Um, they if you're missing three Lamar games Jackson, in a row. that's who yeah. I'd be going for. Yeah, absolutely. If you're missing Lamar or if you're missing um, – if you have a quarterback on by, because I'm pretty sure you do because six teams are on by, um, <laughs> Derek Carr is a really good streaming candidate this week. Um uh, Am I missing anybody on that team? Uh, Foster Moreau could have a great game again. Uh, or another great game, I should say, uh, against this uh, terrible Rams team. Um, so, yeah, ter- Foster Moreau, look for him. Oh, and Josh Jacobs, obviously, you're starting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely. I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> Best, almost, he's, isn't he one of the top running backs right now, too? I think he's Where the number he one running back. I is think he he's number the number one, one running back. Wow. Yeah. That is so strange. The the Raiders have two of the best players in the league, and they're not. They're five and seven. How is that even possible? Yeah, you're right. He's number one. (laughs) He's number one. Wow. That's insane. Um, Raiders D is a great start this week, also. Yes, I love their defense this week. Yeah, against the Rams. Uh, I don't think they're going to start. And even even if they do start Baker Mayfield, I think. <laughs> they should be fine. Yeah, you're still you're worried about Baker. I mean, yeah, like that's yeah. still I think a slam dunk. Like if I actually hope they do start him. He seems to be turnover uh, averse. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Rams. Cam Akers. Nope. 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 I don't want a single person off of that team, man. Not a single one. <laughs> I'm holding my breath with Cam Akers. Um, I, it's, so he was heavily involved. He had 18 touches this last game, which is great. Only 60 yards, though, which is terrible. Um, yeah, that hurts. He did have two touchdowns. Um, if they do ever make it to the goal line, he's going to be the one that punches it in. 
it's tough though to start Cam Akers. It's really tough. I think I think the Rams I think the Rams are very interesting because they they they're they are not tanking because they have no reason to tank. And their schedule going forward, it's not easy, but the it, for playoffs it's really good. I should say for playoffs it's really good. Um the last two weeks they play the Chargers and the Seahawks again. Jeez. Chargers Chargers are the worst um they're the worst on the run um and the Seahawks are not as as great on the run either. Uh we'll talk about him later, um but yeah, I don't know about I wouldn't start Cam Akers this week. That's just yeah, me. <laughs> Um, okay, moving on to the next game. Ravens versus Steelers. Um, this one's a tough one without Lamar Jackson. It's really hard to start. I mean, Mark Andrews is definitely starting. You're definitely starting him. Yep. Um, but other than that, I think it's hard to start anybody. Um, Guess Edwards is not doing it. Um, you could drop him probably at this point, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't start Tyler Huntley either is there no, anybody I mean, else that you would start on that team i'd start their i'd start the defense um yeah i i do like their defense this week um yeah. no i mean I, even if jk dobbins does come back which there's been some talks that he could you know he's a week or two away well i still don't even know that i'd play him even if he does happen to come back this week it's just not a good situation so yeah i think you're right i think it's andrews i'm not starting duvernay i'm not starting Likely, I'm not starting anyone else. So yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think you're right. It's it's Mark Andrews, and I'd start their defense against what seems to be a very shaky Steelers team. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, Najee Harris is a tough start this week. The Baltimore Ravens are really good against the run. They are second against the run, so they're probably going to have to throw it more. Um, but uh, Najee Harris, it's. It's tough not to start him if he does end up playing. Um, he's been injured, but I think he's going to probably play this week. Um, I don't know. This one's a tough one for me if, for Najee Harris. Colton, what would you do? Would you not start him? I'm not starting him. I think the, the – the, and I've said this since Najee has been drafted. I always thought he was too slow to be an effective NFL running back. Um, he reminds me of Zeke now, not Zeke whenever Zeke was actually good. Um, he's just too slow, and I didn't see what everyone else saw. While the, the reason why he was so successful last season, fantasy relevance-wise, was because Ben Roethlisberger gave him like what seemed to be 17 dump passes per game, and he had yeah. like a guaranteed floor of 10 reception points from Big Ben every single week. But that's gone now, and now you're seeing yeah. what Najee Harris actually is, which is slow, he can't get to the outside, and what do you have with the Ravens? You have Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith, which may be the best linebacking duo in all of football. And the problem is they're just as big as Najee. They are not slow and they are not small. Roquan Smith is the number one tackler in the NFL. He has the most tackles of anybody in the NFL right now. So I think he'll get wrapped up early and often. He doesn't have the burst to get outside and he doesn't have the power to run these guys over. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say I'm staying away from him this game. I don't like the matchup at all. 
Yeah, this is a tough matchup for the Steelers, I think. Um, just, uh, I mean, offensively, they're not really producing much. I think Pat Fryermuth is a good play still. I still think he's playable. I mean, tight ends are just so bad. So I think you should play any tight end if, <laughs> if they can catch a pass. Um, but as a receiver, I, I think it's really hard to start Deontay Johnson still. I think it's really hard to start George Pickens still. Um, I think Kenny Pickett just has to he has to find he has to find his moxie he has to find his mojo if you will because he yeah. ha- he's still learning it he's still he's still kind of fresh into the system um, I, I feel like it, he has a really good uh, football IQ but his his just his quarterback play is questionable so it's not translating on the field. So. Yeah, I think he's just a little lost. I think he doesn't quite understand the the dynamic of the team yet. Um, and the problem is the identity kind of starts with the quarterback. Um, I I don't know if it's going to take. I think it's what it's going to take is a lot of retooling this off season with their with their um, coach. And they have a phenomenal coach over there. Mike Tomlin is one of my yeah. favorite coaches in the NFL. So if there's a guy who can write the ship, it's him. But I think it's going to take an offseason of understanding how Kenny Pickett likes to run an offense and creating a bit of a different style uh, than what Big Ben was operating under. They've had, they've had such a steady, consistent play there for so many years, and it's time to completely throw out the playbook, restart, you know, give it to small hands Pickens, let him, <laughs> let him run. And, um, you know, I, I think you got to restart everything. So, um yeah, I, I think, you know, from from a fantasy perspective, I like Pat Firemuth a lot. Um, but I think he's the only guy I would start in this week. I don't even think I'd start their – well, I guess actually I would start their defense too. I'd start the Steelers yeah. D. Yeah, I would too. I think this is one of those low-scoring low games. I think this is going to be the, probably yeah. the lowest-scoring game um, from any other game. Um, so, yeah, I could see this being just a, def- a defensive game. Um, so, yeah, I think both defenses are probably the best plays here. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, they're safe plays. They may not, you know, drop 20 or 30 like the like the Browns did or the Cowboys did, but they're not going to give you negative three. They're safe plays. Yeah. Right. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, let's talk about from from the lowest over-under to the highest over-under. The Minnesota Vikings versus the Detroit Lions. Oh, my gosh. There's so many people in play here. Uh, on the Minnesota oh, Vikings man. side, I think Kirk Cousins is an amazing spot start. Uh, if you have somebody on by this week, which which there's a lot of teams on by, I think he's an amazing QB1. Um, you obviously starting Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. Um, Adam Thielen is a great play as well, I think. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is a great play as well. Um Man, it's just like there's so many pieces to this game that you want. Um, don't start any of these defenses. Um, I'm already going to say that right now. Um, is it? Am I missing anybody? I mean, Alexander Madison. He's he could be a, he could be in for a touchdown. He got one last week. I think he's a, he needs to be handcuffed by Dallin Cook owners. Yeah, if you don't have him, this was silly because he can do what he just did this past week to you. And you know, if you're in deeper leagues, yeah, I think I think Mad- Madison's a guy to start. Um, yeah, I think you got them all, man. It's it's the main pieces. You're starting the quarterback, you're starting the running back, you're starting the wide receivers, and you're starting the tight end if you have them. Like they're all great 
starts against a team that lets a lot of points go. And they may give up a sack or two. Um, it's a 12 o'clock game, so Kirk should have no issues slinging that rock um, before he gets over to the Cracker Barrel. But, you know, hey, <laughs> let's see it. Let's see it, old Kirk. You're going to the um, Grandies, not Cracker Barrel. Oh, that's a good point. The On the Lions side, you're starting St. Brown. Yep. You're starting Swift. You're starting Williams, right? Yeah, I would start both. Yeah, I'm starting both. Um, tight end? There is none. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, none that I've heard of. Uh, are you starting Goff this week? I think Goff is a good, <clears throat> st- uh, good start this week. Um, I think the the Vikings have a pretty bad secondary. I, they're really bad against uh, passing. So, I, I mean, they're, the, the Lions are playing at home again. I, I think they could put up 30 points again. I think this is going to be a shootout game. This is going to be like a really high-scoring game. And you know what? I'm calling it now. I think the Lions are winning this game. I saw some crazy stat. Did they win this past week or no? Did they, did they lose? The Lions won. They beat the Jaguars 40 to like. Oh, yeah. So it, it is this week I saw this stat. Apparently they could be like the the first team to win three home games in a row or something like that because it doesn't happen. Like the amount of home games they've won in a row, it, you're normally on the road for more than three games because of the way that it worked with um, the Bills situation. Uh, apparently there's some sort of – I'll have to look it up. I'll try to find it. It was some, some stat about them winning a ton of home games, uh, but it was in a unique way due to the Bills situation. Let me find that out. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they've been hot. They've been – they have won – they almost beat the Bills um, for Thanksgiving, for that Thanksgiving game that if it wouldn't have been for that um, – Josh Allen miracle going down the field for that last uh, drive. They would have won yeah. that game, but they've just been great. Um, yeah, they they are turning it on. They have they are trying to get into the playoffs too. They still have st- mathematically they're still able to get into the playoffs. Um, and so if they continue to win out, then they could easily do that. Um, so yeah. I mean, it's looking like they're they're like literally looking like a playoff team. Uh-huh. This is another team with a top pick, thanks to another another ball club. Yeah, so. man, they're going to be a good team, dude. They are going to be a smash team going forward. And they don't even have their wide receiver Williams back yet. So yeah. that was a highly touted wide receiver coming out of the draft. So yeah, this could be a fun, fun team to watch for a while. So yeah, he played. He played this last game. Um, he did have like two targets but he didn't snag any of those targets nah, um lame but i mean he's <laughs> they're working him in so <laughs> and you know what this is a this is a non-prime time game so this is kirk cousins game to shine too exactly so he's ready this is gonna be a good game <laughs> okay let's move on to the jacksonville jaguars and the tennessee <laughs> titans um on the jacksonville jaguar side um, if Trevor Lawrence is in, I think you're playing him still. I, I would play him uh, against the Titans. Like I think he's a good streaming option. Um, the Titans are not good against the uh, pass, um, so he's a good. Uh, he's good against. He, he will. He's gonna have to throw it. 
Yeah, um, they give up Travis, a lot of points. Yeah, they do. They give up. They do give up a lot of points. Uh, Travis Etienne uh, is definitely startable. Um, the Tennessee Titans do have a better um, defensive line, mm-hmm. so I think you could see That's Trevor true. Lawrence probably throwing more than them running, or maybe even Travis Etienne going out in the flat and catching more. I think he's a good candidate for receiving um, targets. Um, and then on the receiving side, you have Christian Kirk. I think Zay Jones is a great start this week still. Okay. Um, I, yeah, he had a terrible game this last week. Terrible game. Uh, and we uh, we thought that he was going to be great, but um, yeah, he didn't do he didn't do great. <laughs> so, but I just I think I think Zay Jones is is in play this week um, against the Titans. So. Okay. Yeah, very interesting. What about I think Evan, Evan Ingram? Yeah, I think yeah. I was about to say I think Evan Ingram is also a good play too. Um, I really just, like Evan Ingram this week. Like, yeah. really, really like him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he, yeah. I think he's gonna have a, another good game. He just came off of a pretty great game. He was like the tight end one, and he only, he didn't really have that. Many. He didn't even have that many uh, fantasy points. That's how bad fantasy tight ends have been this year. No, you want to know how bad it's been this year? Uh, Dallas Goddard hasn't played since week 10, and he is still the wide, or the tight end four on the season. Zach Ertz has not played until week or since week 10. He is tight end six on the season. So you have two guys who haven't played in like four freaking weeks. And they're That's still both in the top ten, one in the top five. That's ridiculous. <laughs> what are we doing? Tight end, step it up. This is insane. Oh, man. And Kelsey's 33. Like, what does the landscape look like for tight end next year when Kelsey is 34 and he falls off a cliff maybe? Like, who's going to be the guy to step it up? Somebody needs to. Is it Andrews? Yeah. Are we looking at Andrews as the next Kelsey for the next, I don't know, five years until someone else has to step up? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Titans are just Titans in general are just falling off a cliff. I've, I, you know what? I made a point earlier this year to get rid of the tight end position in our fantasy, tra- <laughs> our fantasy uh, league, and uh, like you could see why they're all falling off a cliff. I mean, I don't yep. know. <laughs> it's been horrible. It has been no fun at all to deal with. Yeah. Gerald Everett has been a steady guy for me this year. And, I mean, even he hasn't been phenomenal by any means. But I've, I've enjoyed being an Everett owner because I can start him, and I really don't have to worry that much. Is he going to get me 25 points? Not a shot. But he got me 13 last week. You know? Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's palatable. That's good for a tight end. That's literally yeah. good for a tight end. <laughs> yeah. Some, some weeks it's five. Some weeks it's seven. You know? But, you know, hey, you take the good with the bad. So I've enjoyed being a Gerald Everett owner this year. Absolutely. <laughs> um, defensively, I wouldn't start the uh, the Jaguars. D, uh, not at all. Um, nah. On the on the Titans or on the Titans side, I should say, um, Derrick Henry is a smash play this week. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I like it. And then is that it? Traylon Burks is out. So I mean, we need. I guess we should mention that he suffered a concussion. We didn't talk about that on the news segment. Um, That's but true. Did yeah. you see that play that he made where he got his concussion, where he caught the oh, ball insane. and got knocked out, and then 
that held he onto hold it? On to the ball. Like that must have been from his brain literally seizing and his hand just got stuck on the ball. Like, That's insane. I can't think of any other way. Oh my gosh, dude, that was like so crazy. Like it was just like it was incredible how he was able to still hold on to that. Yeah, it really um, was. Traylon Burks is interesting going forward, uh, but I don't. I don't think he's gonna. I, I really doubt that he will play this week. Um, but I, I think he's an interesting player going forward. Um, I, I would just keep an eye on his on his status. But I don't. I wouldn't start Robert Woods. I wouldn't start Ryan Tannehill either. Um, I think it's just it's going to be Derrick Henry that is literally all that's going to get points on yeah. the Titans side. It's going to be the machine this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Feed the beast. Yeah. Um, I, I think the Titans' defense is – I think they have a good defense, but I wouldn't start them this week. I think there's better options um, defensively <laughs> other than the Titans. Um, but yeah. But I think that's it for that matchup. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Not much to love out of this one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Eagles versus Giants. Oh, this is going to be an ugly game, I feel like. Uh on the Eagles side, you're starting Jalen Hurts, the number one quarterback at this time. Um, yeah, man, he's, he's looking real so good. good. It's insane. I I hate that I picked Russell Wilson in front of Jalen Hurts. <laughs> oh man, that hurts. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, what a terrible choice that was Eesh. on my end. Um, you're starting Miles Sanders. He's he's a great start. AJ Brown, you're starting him. You're starting. Uh, uh, Devonte Smith, <laughs> and I think that's it for the Eagles side. I, I would start the Eagles defense against the Giants this week. Uh, they are yep, and every week they're, they're just phenomenal. Be, yeah, they're they are so good. Yeah, you were right about starting them last week, Colton. Um, on the Giants side, uh, it's just Saquon, and Saquon is a tough <laughs> matchup this week too. Uh, Saquon is tough this week. I, I feel like the Giants are going to get down really early, and they're just going to. They're not even going to start running. They're not even going to use Saquon. I can see that. I'm a little worried myself as a Saquon owner in a few leagues. I, uh, I'm i worried he's going to be down and out, but I'm not giving up on the man. I'm, I'm riding him out. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm still Yeah, I'm still starting him this week, too. I, I feel like Saquon is just a like he has to be started. Man, yeah. I really hope he gets traded. In the I don't know season. that he will. I just don't know that he will. <laughs> I don't think he will either. I don't, uh, but I hope he does. Either the Giants have to get better, or Saquon's got to go to another team for him to be un- yeah amazing. Well, um, he's just he's running out of time. When you in a running back's career, you only have a finite amount of time. He's what twenty six now. So I mean, he has probably yeah. two to three more elite seasons before you start to see that cliff. Unless he's special, there are people like Derrick Henry who break the mold. But around twenty nine is when you start to see the cliff of running backs start to hit. You saw it with Zeke. We've seen it with so many others. So give him three years. It's all he's got left, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on from this game. Uh, I wouldn't start the Giants' defense. Uh, no. Just, let's just say that. That would um, be a bloodbath. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Jets versus Bills. This one could be a good game as well. Um, last time they faced, the Jets beat the Bills. Um Offensively on the Jets side, uh, Mike White is a startable candidate. I think there's better options out there for QB. Uh, Robert Sala also did come out and say that he's planning on starting 
Zach Wilson sometime this year. He didn't say that it was going to be this game, um, but he could see Zach Wilson coming back sometime, um, which is very vague. <laughs> yeah, sometime. He's going to yes. play him in the last 10 minutes of garbage time and call it a day. Yeah. The last game of the season. I told you. Yeah. We got him in there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mike White is a very risky play this week. Um, Garrett Wilson must start. Got to play him. Man, this guy's yeah, so good. He's so um, good right now. He's like a lead winner at the moment. Yeah, he is. Um, Zonovan Knight. I think he could. I think he's startable as well. Um, he had a be. really great. I think he's he had a really great week last week. Um, if if uh, James Robinson and Michael Carter are out, I think he's a good play. Um, don't start the Jets defense. Well, I mean, the Jets defense has been really good, but against the Bills, it's so hard to start them. It, it's so hard to start the Jets defense. I think you should definitely try to stream a defense this week if you have the Jets. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side of the ball, Bills, you're starting Allen, you're starting Diggs, Devin Singletary, and James Cook are in the news as well. We'll, we'll talk about them more in depthly in the waivers in the waiver column. I still think I'd rather. I'm going to say it. I think I'd rather have Cook over Singletary this week. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I don't know. As a Devin Singletary owner, I, I'm very biased on this because I don't, I don't want this to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, James Cooks. Looking like he's the, uh, he's starting to take over that role. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough to see uh, for as a Devin Singletary over. Uh, Truly, owner. yeah. Um, it's you're starting. Yeah, it is, hap- it's yeah it is happening. No, it's happening. No, it's happening. I know it's happening. Uh, Gabe Davis is a startable ca- uh, candidate this week. I, I think you could start him. Um, Especially if Stefan Diggs is going to be shadowed by South Gardner. Mm-hmm. Um, Dawson Knox, if you need a tight end, maybe. I, I mean, know. I wouldn't start him. I, I think I, there's better options. I still think I would. I hate to be yeah. that guy, but I think I'd go ahead. I think I'd do it. I think I'd start him. Okay. Yeah, I think he's a risky play, but I mean, you're banking on a touchdown with this guy. Yeah. Um, I think that's it, right? To recover, I, I wouldn't start. Well, the Bills' defense has been pretty good. I think you're if you if you're a Bills' defense owner, you're probably starting them. Uh huh. Um, but I mean, there's I don't think they're going to finish as the number one defense this week. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree. I'm I'm not really I'm not worried about starting them though. They're good enough to where you're like, perfect. Okay, done. Right. Yeah. All right, let's move on from this game. Uh, I think we covered it, right? Yeah, right. feel good about it. Uh, let's move on to the Browns versus Bengals. Um, okay, let's start on the Browns side first. Let's start with the hard stuff first. Uh-huh. Um, Des- Deshaun Watson. Are you starting Deshaun Watson this week, Colton? Uh, this is a really tough one. You're going straight for the for the jugular on this one. I'm going to say, I, yeah, I would start it. him again. <laughs> Bring it back. Let's go, buddy. I'm I'm backing him. I'll back him again. Okay. 
See, I, I agree with you here on this one. I would start him. I would also start him this week. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they're going to be playing from behind. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's going to slowly figure it out. Here's what, here's what I think is going to happen. He's going to have a bad first quarter. Yeah. So don't watch the first part of the game. I think the second quarter he gets a touchdown. And then he starts lighting it up in the second half. Ooh, all right. I'm excited to um, see it. So that's that's my that's my prediction for Deshaun Watson. I was right the first time. Um, he did he didn't get benched. Let's, let's get that out of the way. <laughs> but I was right yeah. with him being a dud the first week he came back. That's true. Um, you're starting Amari Cooper. You're starting Nick Chubb. Um, here's here's my problem. Donovan Peoples-Jones has been sort of emerging a little bit, and mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson likes to go deep, and Donovan Peoples-Jones likes to go deep as well. So I could see Donovan Peoples-Jones emerging this game. I don't know. What do you think? I This is a really tough one because he's been coming on a little bit, hasn't he? He has. Um, and he did, he did score that that freaking punt return to yeah. that got nobody points <laughs> besides yeah, exactly. the defense. Gosh. Yeah. You're right on that. I think I would probably, I'm still going to say I'm going to bench him though. I, I just feel like as the connections start to develop, he will get left off of the list. You have a lot of mouths to feed over there with Chubb who had a bad game. Amari, you have David and Joku coming back. As we talked about, you have hunt yeah, as a potential out of backfield. I just feel like, He's the name that falls off the plate there. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, yeah, especially with David Njoku coming back. I think he would start David Njoku over yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think he has a better game. Yep, um, agreed. So. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I wouldn't start the Cleveland defense this week. It was just a one-time – well, I shouldn't say a one-time thing. It was just – they had a really great game last week. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I wouldn't start him against this elite Bengals offense. Um, you're starting Joe Burrow. You're starting either if it's Samaj P. Ryan again, you're starting him. Or if it's Joe Mixon, you're starting Joe Mixon. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. You're starting Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. Um, Tyler Boyd. Oh, he caught it. He dropped a terrible he had a terrible drop in the end zones last week. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is a touchdown-dependent guy, Tyler Boyd. I, I don't think I would start him necessarily. Uh, there's so many mouths to feed over there. Yep, agreed. Um, yeah, I, man. This is, there, there's a lot of good players on that roster. Um, I just don't. I think, you know what? I think I'm going to go and say that I would start Boyd. This week, yeah, yeah, okay. I think I'm gonna. I think I say that I would. Um, and the only reason is, let me go look at him real fast. Hold on, hold on. Okay, yep, I'm gonna go ahead and start him. I'm going for it. It's mm-hmm. a it's a Boyd type of week. Yeah, um, it's one of those. Yeah, I, I know what you. I know exactly what you're talking about. He's gonna get one of those. Like early in the game too, he's gonna get one of those bombs, and he's just gonna run it to the house. Cleveland has way too much on their plates with that many people. And Boyd, it's one of those games where he finds that touchdown and maybe, you know, 100 yards on four receptions gets you 18. Yeah. 
I'm calling an 18 point game out of him. Book it. Nice. I hope I'll it write happens. it down. I really hope it happens. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. Put it out there. I really hope it happens. I hope you're right. <laughs> I'm rooting for you, um, Let's go. Yeah, do it, Boyd. Come on. Colton called it, so he's got to do it now. That's right. Uh, I would definitely start the Bengals' defense. They have been emerging. Um, and against the shaky offense of the Browns, I think it's, it could be – if Deshaun Watson was anything like he was last week, I don't think he will be. But if he <laughs> was anything like he was last week, uh, yeah, I think I would take that risk yeah. regardless. Yeah. I think they're the, – I think uh, – yeah, they're they're okay to start. I don't think they're great to start. I think they're okay to start. <laughs> um, let's talk about a defense that I am that I am great to start. Uh, let's talk about the Cowboys versus the Texans. Oh my gosh, this is, this is just about to be a be... feast here. <laughs> I love it. This is just unfair. This is one of those games where it's just going to be totally unfair. I mean, yeah, the I cow- I, you know and. You. I, I feel bad for all of the offensive weapons on the Cowboys side because they're, I don't think they're going to get that many points. I think the defense is just going to destroy these really? Texans. I think that the, I think the Cowboys defense gets another touchdown. I'm calling oh, a touchdown yeah, I can right see now. That. I could totally see them getting another, uh, another one of those defensive touchdowns. I um, Just a little tangent here. I love that Malik Hooker had such a good day against his former team. I'm so happy oh, yeah. that he was able to say, you know, in the biggest way, up yours by not only getting an interception, but also getting a fumble for a touchdown. Like, so <laughs> good. So happy for him, man. Way to make it happen against the team who spent a first round on you and then cut you, and then you burn them that bad. That is so cool. <laughs> Love those storylines. Yeah. Um, let's Okay, on the Texans side... I don't think you're starting anybody. Don't even start Damian Pierce. Don't start anybody from the Texans. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually benching it. Pierce this week. Yes, don't even start Pierce. This is a terrible matchup for him. He is not yep. doing anything. This is going to be one of those matchups where the over-under is 45 points. The Cowboys are getting all 45 of those points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they still might make the over-under just off the Cowboys. That's hilarious. Yes, dude. It's ridiculous. I think, so, offensively for the Cowboys, I think you're starting Dak, you're starting Zeke, you're starting Pollard, you're starting CD, you're starting Schultz, you're starting Gallup. I think Gallup's a good start this week, too. Um, I think that's it, right? Did I cover yeah. everybody? Yeah, I mean, that's about it. Unless and you want to get into those tight ends, you know? But that's about, yeah. that's really it. You nailed it. This Dallas defense is insane. If you're if you have the Dallas defense this week, I'm saying I'm calling at least fifteen points. Jeez. At least fifteen Jeez. points. I'm making that call right now. I'm oh I, you know what? I'm overhyping it too because <laughs> <laughs> we did this the last week with the, with the I'm one of those sheep that that praises the Dallas defense yeah. instead of the uh, Browns last yep. week. Stupid, oh, dumb. All right, well they're they're gonna do great. I already I, I'm yeah. just saying that. 
Yeah, they will. They'll be great. Just, They'll have I'll a really, really good week. And watch. Now they're going to play the worst game they played all freaking season long, <laughs> and Texans are going to drop 50 on us. That's the way these things go. Uh, that's, that's just the way it shakes out. <laughs> I hope it happens, so I'm completely wrong. <laughs> um, Chiefs and Broncos. Um, on the Chiefs side, you're starting Patrick Mahomes. You're starting Isaiah Pacheco. I think Isaiah Pacheco is startable. I, I mean, Jerick McKinnon got he's looking like a league touches. winner. I yeah. love Pacheco down the stretch here. He's looking like he's coming into his own, and they're giving him the, the room that he needs. Yeah, they are. Uh, Jerick McKinnon took one of those touchdowns um, from him last week, but he's getting the workload, dude. He is. Yeah. He's starting to emerge. Yeah, you're right. Um and I really hope that they don't do what they did to Clyde Edwards-Alaire to him, where he was starting Eesh. to like become great, and then they took all those touches away from him. Yep. Yeah. Um, that I. But I think the difference is his yards per game has looked a lot better, and his yards per carry has looked a lot better. The problem with uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, a lot of people said this through most of the season. It was sort of like a like a false sense of security with him. Um, it didn't seem real. And as the season right. progressed, it wasn't real. But as Pacheco was going along, he's only looked better. His yards per carry has stayed steady, and he's also just done like better with increased volume. So um, it kind of seemed like with Clyde Edwards-Alaire, unless he received a monster volume, he was not having a good game. Or unless he was on the five-yard line, he was not breaking it in. But Pacheco is doing a little bit of everything, and he's doing it in the right ways. So I, I don't see it being the same situation. I look at these backs as completely different people. Yeah, I agree. Um, for receivers, I would start Travis Kelsey. It's so hard to predict a Chiefs wide receiver that's going to do great. I mean, it's Ugh, so I know. It, it's it's so hard. It's I mean, miserable you know, having to do it. Yeah, you, I mean, you just have to start Travis Kelsey. Um, I mean, I, I guess if you had to, if I had to pick one to start, it would be Juju. Uh, but that's it. Isn't he, is he back from his injury? Yeah, I think he's back. Let me double-check real quick. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not on the injury list. All right, then I'm so going to give you back. mine. And you're going to make me do it. I'm going I'm gonna, to let me, let me find out his name here. I know his name, but I want to make sure I, I pronounce it. Uh, that I he's know. not injured. He's not injured. Mm-hmm. Um, let me quickly, quickly... Oh, good. He's healthy. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Is he with MBS? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is his game. Oh, yeah. It's time. It's coming. He's receiving around six targets pretty consistently. It's going to get bumped up to about eight this week, and he's going to do a lot of work in those eight targets. He caught a touchdown this past game, didn't he? Uh, I didn't see him catching one. Let me check. No, he did not catch a touchdown this past week. His last touchdown catch was in week 10. Okay. And that's actually his only touchdown catch of the whole year. So, <laughs> great. Let's see if he does it against the Broncos. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Chiefs are a great uh, defense to start also. Um, they're a good streaming defense. Uh, Broncos don't start anybody. Yeah. Is that safe to say? Let's not ride. Yeah, let's not ride. I mean, Greg <clears throat> Dolchich. Maybe. No, I'm still nah. saying no. Yeah. I, literally no one. I don't want a single yeah. player. Yeah, I wouldn't start him either. No one don't start the Broncos D. They're terrible. 
Well, not against the Chiefs. Sorry. I yeah, say I guess against Chiefs, the Chiefs. That's a, that's a fair call. You're right. Yeah, not against the Chiefs. All right, let's move on from this game. Let's talk about the Buccaneers versus the 49ers. Buccaneers side, uh, Tom Brady is going to be a tough start. Um, there's probably better options than Tom Brady. Um, man, he hasn't been a he hasn't been an easy start in a while. But uh, if he can do anything, if he can do anything like he did in the fourth quarter of this past game, then yes, he is a starter. But yeah, it's just it's hard. This this Buccaneers team is not good. <laughs> they are just not yeah. Good. No, it's a really it's a really rough uh, team. And I think, I think uh, I would be starting him. I would be starting Godwin. You're starting Evans, and I yeah. think that's where the list ends. Yeah, old man Lenny. I don't think he would. I mean, th- dude, this freaking San Francisco defense is good. Dude. Yeah, it's hard to start any of those wide receivers. Um. But yeah, I think that's where the list ends. I agree. Um, they yeah they really don't have that many other offensive weapons out there that are fantasy relevant. So yeah, that's it. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I wouldn't start their defense either. I wouldn't start the Buccaneers defense. No, yeah, I, I don't think I would either. Yeah. On the other side of the ball, uh, Christian McCaffrey is a must start. Um, yep. Debo Samuel, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think you have to start at you. Um, Kittle is definitely in the picture as well. It's hard to see if it's going to be hard to predict what Brock Purdy can do. Um, mm-hmm. I think he has the weapons around him. I, I, it's it, it's he didn't do bad this last game either. Um, whenever he did play, he had two touchdowns. He had. Yeah over 200 yards so i mean it wasn't a bad game for him so we'll see what he can do um but i mean this could be one of those tom brady situations or scenarios right i mean it's not i'm not ever saying that brock brady's gonna be like tom brady but <laughs> he was the three, 300th pick in the draft mm-hmm. hey <laughs> so. who knows it could be the next you're right you never know <laughs> until you know yeah you never know um but i wouldn't start brock brady this week so, no. All that just to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, 49ers defense, you could start them. I think they're a. It's hard not to start them. Yeah. Um, they're they're just so good. Like yeah. <laughs> it's one of those teams they're that so kind of good. regardless of who they're starting or who they're playing, you you should you slap them in. Yeah, I regretted not starting last week. Yeah, they were going up against one of the toughest offenses in the league. So, yep. All right, moving on to the next game: uh, Carolina Panthers versus the Seahawks. Um, Sam Darnold is not startable. <laughs> no, uh, almost no one is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think DJ Moore is a good flex option um, with Sam Darnold out there. Uh, Deonta Foreman, I mean, the Seahawks have a bad running defense, so I think Deontay Foreman is startable as well. Um, 
but not Sam Darnold. Don't start. Don't start. Start Sam Darnold. I think that's no. it, though. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it's a short list. It's a very, very short list because this this team is crap. And they really need a massive rebuild over there if they want to have any sort of relevance, and not only in fantasy but in football in general. <laughs> they have to have to right. pull the the rip cord and and really get to work over there. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, they're going to get a quarterback probably in the draft. Um. On the other side of the ball, Geno Smith's in play. Uh, Kenneth Walker, if he does play, is in play. Um. If it's not Kenneth Walker, I think DJ Dallas should get the start. Um, but it, it just depends. you got to keep an eye out for that whole situation because there's a lot of injuries over there right now. <laughs> so we just you just don't know what you're going to get out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this is going to be a heavy Geno Smith day. Like I think Geno Smith is a really good play this week. Um DK Metcalf, you're starting him. Tyler Lockett, you're starting him. I think Tyler Lockett is a amazing play this week. Um, I think DK Metcalf is also a, a great play. Um, <clears throat> yep. Especially if especially if their running backs are injured. Yeah, they're really so. going to be just air raiding it out if they're both injured like that. It's it's going to be a you know death by a thousand arrows. Um, yeah. From those passing yards, my goodness, they could really really eat. They could feast, which scares me because yep. I'm versing Lockett this week. <laughs> yeah, that guy's been consistent. It's like five games of a, of a touchdown so far. He's been so good. He has hurtful. been. He's it's been hurtful. really good. Uh, I would start the Seahawks defense as well against the Panthers. I think they're a good play. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think yeah. that's it, right, on that side. Yeah. Again, that's. I'd say that's it. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the Dolphins versus the L.A. Chargers. Tua Ooh, is expected this to play. This yeah, is, this one's going to be fun. This is a fun match. This one is going to be fun. This one's going to be sweet. sweet. Um, Tua is expected to play, uh, so you're starting Tua. I think you could start... Okay, what are you doing about this running back core? Because... I'm not starting any of them. I, really? I've, I've stepped so far away from that. I couldn't even tell you what their rotation looks like. I am so far removed from that situation, and I'm happy that I am. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so. It's so. It, it's because this is what we saw with Raheem Mostert and uh, Chase Edmonds because they flipped out of nowhere and like, and then another week they flipped back, and so it yep. was like, you don't know who's going to be the A1 over there who's going to get yeah. more reps not, Jeff Wilson not, don't want to touch that dumpster fire pretty much at all yeah you really don't I mean Jeff Wilson he was my he was my running up the hill candidate last week he got one point <laughs> exactly two, two carries yeah not for me not That's for crazy. me crazy um Tyreek Hill you're starting uh Jalen Waddle if he plays you're starting uh, I like Mike yep. Gusecki as well. I think he's a yeah, he's, I like he's him. a good touchdown candidate. Um, so yeah, I like Mike Gusecki. Um Dolphins D is going to be hard to start uh, against the Chargers. So I would I think there's better options other than the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's a uh, that's one. I'm actually I would start the Dolphins myself. Yeah, I okay. am not too worried, Herbert. 
seems to be very good at getting a touchdown or two and then that sort of being it. He doesn't seem to be killing teams out here dropping 40 bombs. Seems to be they're staying around that 27 range. I'm not super concerned about them. So I think I would start Miami. Cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I think they, yeah, you're right. I think they could be started. Um, I guess we'll see. I don't know. Justin Herbert's starting to turn it on. I, I don't. I don't know, dude. It's. Yeah, I'm flip flopping now. I don't know. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, For us, they they got the 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 Bradley Chubb. Uh, yeah, that's the big pass thing. rush, and that offensive line has been in some pretty bad shape. So, I think I'd make the they move. They have. I'd start them. <clears throat> on the other side of the ball, you got Justin Herbert. You're starting him. You're starting Austin Eckler. Keenan Allen, Colton. Was okay, your... I don't hear it. <laughs> I get it. Keenan, Keenan Allen's fine. I would start Keenan Allen this week. Uh, I think he's a good play this week, actually. Um, yeah, since man. I said drop him, he scored 9.5, 12, <laughs> and 17. So that's the biggest F you I've ever received from a player. Yeah. This guy is just... Proving me wrong. He heard. He heard you. He heard our podcast, and he heard you say that. Clearly, um, send a jersey. You're welcome. <laughs> um, Mike Williams is uh, supposed to start practicing this week, so um, if he plays, I don't think he will play, but he's expected to uh, start practicing. Um, just keep an eye out for him. I don't think he will necessarily be in your lineups. Uh, Josh Palmer. Is the immediate backup though? I think he is startable still. Uh, and Gerald Everett is that where the list ends right there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it's just a very short list over there um, until Mike Williams returns. So yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't start the Chargers defense either. Stay away. Nah. Yeah, they look pretty rough. They've looked rough for a few weeks now. Yeah. All right, Monday Night Football, Patriots versus Cardinals. Uh, on the Patriots side, you are starting Ramondre. You are starting... Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, because after that list, it's very thin, but I think against the Arizona Cardinals, I think Hunter Henry is a good option. Um. The Cardinals have allowed the most points against tight ends. I think Hunter Henry is a good option for tight end this week. Just for this week. I um, don't know, man. I, I think uh, that, stat, it's, that stat is intriguing. But I go off of targets. That's the thing that yeah. I always go off of is targets. And he's been around... His high games have been five. His low games have been like one and two. That's yeah. just not enough love for me. I think I'd still stay away. Even it's, if, it's, it's hard to start him. I, yeah, I know. I get that. But, I mean, hell, who else are you going to start? It's not like this is a position to risk. Like, <laughs> there's such little downside because you're going to get five points from other players anyway. Like, right. it's such a terrible, volatile position that you can start him, and it's not that bad. So, yeah, screw it, start him. Like, that's how I'm feeling with the tight ends in general. Like, why not? Somebody's going to do it. It could be why him. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one of those gut calls. I mean, they yeah. they 
they're so bad against tight end. Like uh, it's it's crazy. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like he could start a tight end on on uh, against the <laughs> any tight end against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, Jacoby Myers is also a good start. Uh, I feel like if he plays, he's been questionable, um, but keep an eye on that for him. I think he's startable as well. Yeah, fair. On the other side, uh, I would also start the Patriots defense. They are they have been great. They are the number two defense out there right now, I think. Um, so, yeah, I would start the Patriots D. Yeah, they've been so locked down. Um, they may have the best. What's their defensive, uh, their, like, linebacker? Um, he's in running for defensive player of the year right now. Oh, uh, oh, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. McCourty? No, Wait, no, Matthew Judon. Matthew oh, Judon yeah, yeah, yeah. is his name. And that guy has been so freaking good for them. Um, mm-hmm. He's been so good in that in that linebacker spot for him. So I've had a lot of fun watching him. And, yeah, I'd start the, I'd start the defense, too, strictly because of that guy. Yeah, they're so good. They've, been, they've just been so good against – it's going to be hard for the Cardinals to. I feel like, I feel like the Cardinals lose this game, and it's strictly because of the defense that the Patriots yeah. have. Um, but yeah, they're gonna. It's going to be a lockdown game, I think. Um, offensively, though, you have to start these guys. I feel like um, Kyler Murray. Um, you, you're starting him, but be don't don't feel like he's going to get you an amazing game like yeah because he could have a very low game but yep. i feel like you still have to start him if you don't have any other options <laughs> uh james connor is a tough play but i think he is startable as well uh same thing with deandre hopkins i think you have to start him as well uh, mm-hmm. hollywood brown is uh he's startable as well i think he's a he's a good play um they have a lot of weapons over there uh, in Arizona now that all these guys are back in. Um, but is, there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed, and somebody is not. So one of these players that I just said is not going to get anything. <laughs> yeah, and so. I don't. I I actually still think Hollywood's the best the best player they have there for like safety wise. I know DeAndre Hopkins has done better during his time. Uh, without him, but even in the the first game they played back together, uh, Hollywood actually out targeted DeAndre Hopkins, which I think is super intriguing. So I'm I'm looking out for that for week two of these guys together. Hollywood's a little healthier. Let's see how it goes. This should be a, this is a super intriguing storyline for me that I'm following very closely. Yeah, this should be interesting uh, to see how it all shakes up. You you can see the connection with. Uh with uh, Kyler Murray and uh, Hollywood. So you can definitely see it back yep. from their college days. Oh, yeah. That's great. <clears throat> a lot of fun. Uh, Arizona defense is hard to start. They're, they haven't been great. So, yeah, that's yeah, about it. Staying away from them. Yep. All right, that does it for our uh, Week 14 preview. Uh, let's move on to King of the Hill. And I love that we are finally here. Because your boy took a dub this week. Derek won. Devontae Adams. Thank you so much for just being a ball hog and taking all of the receptions from Derek Carr. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Point. Just pass to anyone else. Literally anyone else. I was so close to being right. My guy got oh, second you were place. So close. Uh, the revenge game was there. I called the revenge game, and it uh, freaking Devonte Adams, man. It's ridiculous, dude. What's crazy? You know what? Go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say. I thought you had it. Like I thought you had Me it. Me too. Me too. I was I was jumping up. I was jumping up and down. It's a. Uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that I got so close and was yet so far away. Um, I'm pretty hurt by it. Also, it was CMC for the for the running back. Yeah, I'm bummed. No one hit that one. <laughs> yeah, nobody hit on running back. <laughs> All right, let's hear yours though. Let's let's kick off a new week. You are in the lead now. Um, it's kind of miraculous that it took us so so long to just catch up with Luis because aren't you now yeah. technically tied with Luis? I'm tech yeah, technically tied. So Luis was <laughs> killing it and thank God he stopped playing along because he would have probably been at eight by now. So yeah. um who you got this week? Let's hear him. So for my running back King of the Hill, I'm going with the uh the or sorry, the Prince of the Hill for running back. I'm going with Derek Henry. Uh-huh. Um, against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are, have not been great against the run. Derrick Henry just came off of a terrible week, um, but I think he steps it up. I think it, the, last week it was his down week. This week is his up week. I think he's going to have an amazing game this week. Uh, so give me Derrick Henry uh, as my prince of the hill. And for my running up the hill, I'm going a little deep here. I really like this guy going forward. Um, DeAndre Swift... I think mm. could have a amazing game against the Vikings. I think he will be utilized in the pass a lot, and I think that's going to catapult him into a uh, king of the hill spot. So give me some DeAndre Swift as my running up the hill candidate. I like it. Not bad. Not bad at all. I am going with Austin Eckler for my prince of the hill. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. Just has a ridiculous amount of uh, like passing volume, so I'm going to go ahead and take him. And um, for my running up the hill, I'm going Zeke. And this was strictly just because I couldn't think of anybody. There was a lot of bye weeks. <laughs> I, I couldn't find any names that were popping out at me. So I'm going Zeke and just hoping that he scores three touchdowns for me. <laughs> so. Yeah, dude, you have some. I think you have some really sneaky matchups here. I think. I mean the. Christian McCaffrey was just the king of the hill against the Dolphins, and Austin Eckler is now going up against the Dolphins, so he's a sneaky matchup. Um, and then yep. Zeke, that's pretty self-explanatory. He's going up against the freaking Houston Texans. So Yeah, exactly. Yep. I think it's possible for you. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't know. We'll see. This could be uh, interesting. If you win, this could be interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Getting down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. All right. What do right. you got wide receiver? For wide receiver, I'm going with Justin Jefferson as my Prince of the Hill. Just give me these people from this Vikings and Lions matchup. I think Justin <laughs> Jefferson could hit here. Um, he had a he had a pretty down week. I mean, respectively for his for for him, he had a down week um, last week. I think he's just going to oh, he's going to have a great game this week. I feel like um, so. Yeah. Give me Justin Jefferson. For my running up the hill candidate, I'm going with Jamar Chase. You picked him last week, Colton, but I'm picking okay. him this week. 
against the Browns. So this will be the week yeah, that he goes off. Great. This will be the week that he goes off. <laughs> so I, give me Jamar. I like it. It's good, but you're wrong because here's the here's the correct picks for you. All right. Okay. Stefan Diggs. Strictly because we haven't called his name in a long time, it's going to be the week he goes off. And if that fails, then we're going to go with the guy who's been killing it so far, uh, and that is Garrett Wilson. So that's uh, that's my running up the hill. I think he's been phenomenal. So give me give me those two guys. I think uh, one of those guys hits this week for me. I actually think it's for sure Stephon Diggs. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Cole, I'm about to dump on your picks. Uh, I don't. I hate Stephon Diggs this week against Sauce Gardner. Okay, I know you. I do. just think it's a low does. week. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind Garrett Wilson. I mean, I think he'll. I, I think Garrett Wilson will have a better week than Stephon Diggs. So yeah, yeah we'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm saying that now. So, all right, that was our King of the Hills segment. Let's move on to waivers, and we'll bounce off of these real quick. Uh, James Cook is at the top of our list this week. You saw that uh, snap share just spike for him. Um, so, yeah, as as a Devin Singletary owner, this hurts. Um, but yeah, James Cook is he's looking like he's gonna. It's gonna. It's about to flip to him. So, uh, give me some James Cook. Who are they going up against this week? They're going up against the Jets, too, right? So, I mean, the Jets have a good defense, but I think they have a better secondary than they do a defensive line. So, yeah, I think he could be a good start this week, too. I mean, we didn't really talk about him starting, but, yeah, I think he's a, he's, he's a good start candidate this week, too, especially if you have somebody on bye. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, another running back, uh, Zonovan Knight. Um, he is conditional with, uh, Michael, uh, Carter. He could, Michael Carter might play this week. Um, but it's, he's questionable as well. Um, so yeah, Zonovan Knight could, uh, could have a pretty good game and he could be an interesting candidate going forward as well. All right. Let's talk about Michael Gallup. Um, he is on the waiver news as well. I think he's a good start um, this week against the Texans. I think. I mean, I think anybody on the Dallas team is a good start against the Texans. <laughs> Truly, my gosh. But yeah, I think uh, Michael Gallup should be rostered, especially with the news that OBJ is probably not going to play until January. I think uh, that makes Michael Michael Gallup a lot more relevant um, and a lot more. He's going to have a lot more value going forward um, with that news breaking. So, yeah, I like Michael Gallup. Yeah, he looks solid. Um, obviously, two-touchdown game is huge. My only concern is his inconsistencies. He has three touchdowns on the year, um, and it doesn't really come it, – it's it's just weird. Like, his targets have stayed the same. Um, he's around seven a game. Some have been like two target games, and he's had one eight target game, but it's right around that seven mark that is really consistent. So I just think he's probably a guy that, like, it looked really cool. The catches were nice, and he, um, I don't know that he has that again through the end of the year, though. CeeDee Lamb's clearly their guy that they feed. Um, I like him a lot, and I think that he can do it again, but he has to do it in the same targets. It doesn't look like his targets are going up. He just has to be more efficient with the targets he receives. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, 
But like I love the player, and his show, he just showed what he's capable of. Like he's worth having on a roster. He clearly is. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I would still be picking him up. Um, I just don't know what you can expect from him. It's hard to to know what you can get from the guy. You're gonna get the CD or the uh, Gallup that gets you five or sixteen this week. You know, it's kind of a hard thing. Right. <clears throat> I think the Cowboys also do have a favorable favorable matchups going forward against the. Uh, Oh, they the do. pass. Um, they're going up against the Texans this week. I mean, obviously the Texans are a dumpster fire. Uh, Jaguars are easy against the pass. Eagles are like the only tough matchup against the pass that they have. Um, and then for the for the playoffs, you have the Titans, which are like the easiest against the pass, and the yeah. Commanders. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, I see your point, but I, I just think going forward, uh, especially if you're in playoff contention, if, and if you need. Obviously, if you need this, is only if you need a wide receiver. Um, I think that's the only reason why you would be starting Michael Gallup, if, and in case somebody gets hurt um, in playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and he can. He showed what he's capable of. He can get you that sixteen. You know. Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. It's it's the C.D. Lamb show all day, but I mean, he's just a sneaky. He Michael Gallup's a sneaky backup um, going yeah. forward. So yeah, I like it. All right, this is the tough one. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Cam Akers. Um, <laughs> see, this one's tough because this Rams team is not... They, they are bottom of the barrel right now. They are not in playoff contention. But they're going to try to keep winning games. They're going to be... They're not tanking. They're not, they're not trying to lose. They're trying to win. And so they're trying to bring... They brought in Mayfield... I mean, I don't know if that's really much news, but they need a they needed a quarterback, so they brought in Mayfield. Cam Akers is very interesting because he does have really easy matchups the last two weeks of the in your playoffs. So I mean, it's just one of those things. I mean, he his carries are rising. His Yards per carry are not, though. Um, he's averaging about 3.3 yards a carry, which is terrible. So, Man, I'm just staying away from this whole thing. There's nothing I want with this with this player. Like, it's yeah. it, especially during this time. Like, if this were week five, maybe. Maybe I'll take the risk. But you're either, like, most people are either in a must-win game or you're, or this is the last week before you enter playoffs. There's right. no way I'm taking a risk on him. There's just none. There's no way. So yeah. nah, I, I'm staying. There's there's no there's such little upside here. I I don't see it. I'm out. I'm fully out on this project. And maybe you have a little more emotional attachment because you really liked him coming in. I, I know. I I was really high on Cam Akers coming into this this season. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard to fall back in love with somebody that just like that's not doing it on the in the yards per carry i mean he's just like he's been terrible in the yards per carry like it's just it's it's not been good and his line is terrible his offensive line is not good there's no other weapons on that team it's one of those it's one of those damian pierce situations but the 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 running back is not good (laughs) yeah 
Nah, exactly. I'm sticking out. Uh-huh. I don't even care about the chance. It's like Clyde Edwards. The same thing could happen, and I'd still say no. I'm just out. That's very true. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on from that because it's it's sounding like a no. Um, let's talk about another running back before we get to our defenses. Um, DJ Dallas, uh, if Ken Walker doesn't play, DJ Dallas is a good start. Um, if But keep an eye. This is one of those... Uh, sticky situations too where you have to keep an eye out on, on on all these players in the Seahawks side because there's going to be somebody that plays if it's Tony Jones Jr. Um, then grab him but if it's if DJ Dallas can play then I would definitely be starting him over Tony Jones um, but yeah Kenneth Walker is the first man up so if Kenneth Walker plays, then you're not grabbing any of these guys. But um, if if DJ Dallas is, is on the board and you have an IR spot and you do have Kenneth Walker, then you can slide Ken Walker in your IR and grab DJ Dallas. Um, yeah, as then it a makes sense. Grace pick. Yeah, he's, so. he's a good, it's a really good, just sort of handcuff pick there. Yeah. Um, and then the Seahawks, they go up against the Panthers this week, so it's a really easy matchup <laughs> for anybody that's running the ball over there. Oh yeah, um, I think they're gonna. Right. I think this. Yeah, I think this week they're gonna rely heavily on their uh, wide receivers, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think that only helps the Seahawks defense. Yeah, it only. Yeah, it definitely only helps the Seahawks defense. Um, they're, I think, I think if the, they'll have to, they'll be playing from behind pretty much the entire game, right? Like, right. Just nonstop. So you got to think that's when mistakes happen and, um, that's when turnovers happen and that's when you love to have that team. So, yeah, definitely can see that happening. Um. All right, let's move on to some defenses that we would stream. Streaming defenses. <clears throat> um, this week, I think the Raiders are a great have a great matchup against the L.A. Rams. Uh, mm-hmm. I think anybody can kind of play defense against the L.A. Rams, and you're you're you need to stream defenses in the playoffs. Um, this is, I think this is the time. Don't rely on your. I mean, obviously, if you have like the Dallas defense or the San Francisco or the New England Patriots or. Any of those top tier defenses, I think you're you have to start them. Um, but I think this is the time. Or if you don't, if you have like a middle of the pack defense, you need to start thinking about streaming defenses. Um, yeah. Because defenses win you leagues. Truly, um, I mean, if you if you were on the fence last week and you listened to the advice and, and started the Browns and had the Browns, yeah. then you had thirty points. You got quarterback production out of a streaming defense. Like, that's the kind of stuff yeah. it can do for you. That's huge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the Raiders' defense have a easy matchup against the um, the Rams, even if Baker plays. Yeah, like we said earlier, even if Baker plays, I think the Raiders are still a smash play. Um, but, yeah, Raiders' defense, stream them. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then another defense is the Kansas City Chiefs D. Um, this week, man, they have another. They have a 
pretty easy matchup of going up against the Bron- uh, the Broncos. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Broncos offense is just terrible. Um, yeah, again, just uh, like we said before, we don't know that it's going to be like a high-scoring affair, but it's a good safety net play. Like, I don't know the Chiefs are going to drop 25 points fantasy-wise, the defense, but they just – I don't think they're going to score less than eight, you know? Like, it's a very safe play. Right. How do you yeah, feel I about agree. it? Are, are, you, are you in the same camp or no? Yeah, I mean, historically the Chiefs haven't been good, but – also, the Broncos haven't been good. I think I could see Russ. I don't see Russ throwing a turnover, but I see sacks coming. I could see like a bunch of sacks. Yeah, that's a, that's fair. This. Yeah, you could see that. <laughs> um, yeah, he, Russ just forgot how to run the ball. I guess uh, he, <laughs> he it, forgot you know, how to play for the ball entirely. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, yeah, Chiefs D. They they have an easy matchup, especially if they don't play Sutton over there. Um. So yeah, I, I think. I mean, even if they did play Sutton, I think they would be an easy matchup for the Chiefs. Yeah. Team. Um, but yeah, those two defenses target those because they uh, they the defenses win you leagues. I'll, I'll say that again. Um, defenses late in the year win you leagues. So. Yep. Make a huge difference. All right. I think that covers everything for today, Coltski. Are you are you have anything else to add? Or are you good? No, I think I'm good. Uh, just that you know, as a reminder, um, we try to uh, create some awesome content for just try to win you to or help you win your leagues. Uh, we are on uh, Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify, and you can follow us on Twitter at halftime underscore adj. And season may be wrapping up, but we will be providing off-season content as well. So we'll provide oh, yeah. some, some draft content, some fun Dynasty League stuff. We'll find some, some things to keep it interesting, maybe even float into a different sport as baseball starts to come around. Who knows? So that's all I got for now, though. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody listening in on this uh, this this another extensive episode of Halftime Adjustments. Um, man, we were just cooking out these long episodes. I like going back into the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, okay. Uh, thank you so much for listening to us, uh, and we will see you guys next week. Later. Later.